We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. This is it. Fantasy Championship Week, the final ranking show for the season. Week 17 rankings debate by position. Smash the like while you're here. Sub to Mayo Media Network. And I want to thank everyone who entered the Christmas bonus giveaway. Your ratings and reviews surely helped out. They really did. It was fantastic. Thank you so much. And congratulations to all of the winners. Reminder to play in the gigantic Fantasy Golf Championship race for the Mayo Cup. $50,000 to first place. It's $125 to play for the year. So January through the end of August. You can find all the details down in the description. You can click on the link to... FantasyGolfChampionships.com. Jake Seeley from TheAthletic.com. Christmas is in the past. New Year's is coming up. But in between, we got fantasy championships. Are you going to play in the golf again? <laughs> I, I think I will play in the golf again. Although I, I might. Dennis Esser did a really nice job for most weeks. But I think uh, I, might, I might pivot off his a few times. Call, throwing shots. He, he knocked me out last year. Thanks to him. It happens. Look, it's $4 a week, essentially, is what it breaks down to for the course of the entire year. You can win 50 grand. And I actually think, like, the less you know, the better. You make one pick per week. It takes, like, 10 seconds. You can attest to that. I, I can attest to that. I actually made a nice little run late in the season just for the hell of it when I started going, like, hey, I'm just going to pick this guy with a really cool name at 50 to 1 odds. And then he finishes inside the top 10. So, it, it, look, there, you know. I don't think there's a bad way to play it, honestly. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and so listen, you can have up to five entries in it, and like I said, it's a very low bar. You don't need to know a ton. It's a really fun way, at a very low investment, honestly, to get into fantasy golf and golf if that's you know something you want to do in between football season. There's golf sitting there. It starts right when fantasy football ends and ends right before fantasy football begins. It's the ultimate wedge sport for the offseason. Let's get into why we're here. Running back rankings. I have not done the rankings yet. I wanted to switch it up for the week 17 show. Normally, we put up the graphics. Here are the lists. 
no graphics today, just me and you. I want you to help me to make the rankings. And here's how I want to start. With running backs, who are the running backs you legitimately cannot sit this week? <laughs> well, I, I have uh, seven, or I have eight. Well, so assuming Derrick Henry plays, yes. Derrick Henry's in that conversation. They said he did not, pra- would not have practiced on Monday. Uh, no injury designation they gave him after the game. So that'll be interesting to watch. You and I kind of ran through the whole 8 billion scenarios of where somehow Jacksonville might get a wild card, but really comes down to week 18 for them. So that's why that's out in the air for everybody. But I say McCaffrey, Barkley, Henry, uh, Eckler, obviously. Connor at this point, I don't see how you sit Connor at this point and Dalvin Cook, and... You're almost there, right? Josh Jacobs. All right, I had, I had threw Joe Mixon onto that list, too. Those were the eight. Mm, I can see Joe Mixon. I, I think that it's just a little frustrating recently, but I don't know. I guess I guess Buffalo people are going to panic and wait until Monday Night Football and the fact that he's been not so Joe Mixon since he came back from the injury. But, I, I again, how are you benching him? I was almost going to throw Alvin Kamara in that mix because this is the playoff stretch, the run of opponents we were talking about, and it hasn't been Alvin Kamara from two years ago, but it's been Alvin Kamara. Like, who are you benching Alvin Kamara for? So I'd actually throw him in the list, too. You see, I wouldn't because I'm looking at it right now. So Kamara plays Philly. It's not a great matchup. Like, would you play Tony Pollard or would you play Elvin Kamara? Mm, Dallas. Where we got? We got Tennessee, Dallas this week. At Tennessee. Was, Thursday night. Uh, well, you're, you're going to have to already make that decision. I, I actually go Alvin Kamara by hair. Just because the split, they're just not going to go away from the split. We've seen the week where Tony Pollard doesn't score. He doesn't get the big plays. Like, it's just, it's still a good game. You're not benching Tony Pollard. Honestly, I think that question you just asked me might be why we add both of them to the list. Because who who are you sitting them for? All right. starting Kamara and Pollard. Okay, so I'll throw Kamara into that next tier of guys. I have Chubb, Ramondre, Pollard, Ken Walker, and Alvin Kamara. And I was, honest to God, I was thinking about throwing Cam Akers into it, too. I was just about to say, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. It's come full circle. But I mean, like we've joked about two weeks ago, we joked about like, it's now here. Like, who are you sitting Cam Akers for? Like, he gets all the work. They barely use Kyron Williams. Uh, he looks good. I mean, he doesn't look like the most explosive running back on the planet, but he looks good. And we don't have to worry about anything until next year. So at least for right now, you know, Baker Mayfield has been capable as a quarterback he's kind of like the baker mayfield he was back with the browns it's like hey you know what this guy isn't a top 10 quarterback but he's also not the dredge of the earth like he was playing with the carolina panthers so i say yeah cam Akers is in that too here i'll flip it back to you pat who would you feel better about putting in your lineup for this week only if it was just these two cam Akers or miles sanders cam Akers. i don't have miles sanders as a part of this tier i like miles sanders fine uh, but he's on the next level down so here's the, the level number two at running back and we can put them in whatever order that we want. Chubb, Stevenson, Pollard, Ken Walker, Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Cam Akers, Brian Robinson, ETN, Zeke, and Jarek McKinnon. Mm, I don't, I like, if you've been riding Jarek, I don't see how you could sit him. I don't think you can either. And trying to think if there's really anybody like see i was about to say david montgomery but they split wow i was yeah. i was actually surprised they gave herbert so much work in his first game back and like there's and there's, then, the, there's the potential like aaron jones got hurt at the end of the green bay game with his foot injury i would want to track that throughout the week to see how that goes because then all of a sudden like you're you're gonna want to play aj Dillon. i think 
Yeah, I'm I'm pulling up like the schedule at the side of the screen. At the, so I'm doing these two at the same time. I say, I mean, Leonard Fournette, but that split is still there. They're basically alternating drives, even though Leonard Fournette edges out a little bit, especially but, when they get. But I think that's a whole nother tier. You you wouldn't throw Fournette into that tier with like Brian Robinson, Cam Akers, and Kamara because I mean his his receiving floor at this point I, is ridiculous. It is, but I kind of feel like just if what what I mean, what if Tampa Bay gets out early? Then they don't need to pass to him. They, like, they don't. They don't get. Head. They don't get out early. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> it's, it's Sam Darnold. You think he could throw two picks to start the game? Hey, no turnovers from Sam Darnold since becoming the starter. Yeah, that's that's true. Not yeah, tried to argue that th- their quarterback situation was perfect for next year. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't go that far. But like so, some things in the season change, like. Carolina with Sam Darnold, without McCaffrey, and without Matt Rule are like a pretty decent team, as it turns out. Don't trust them, but they're capable <laughs> at this point. It's like the Chargers defense. Is it like actually good all of a sudden? Uh, or is it just advantageous defense? It's also – the talent was there. They were missing a couple pieces early in the year too, so I don't think it's great, but I do think it's an advantageous defense to the way that they're built. And it's a nice spot this week. This is – I think you and I talked about it, why we were talking about playoff – defensive stashes two or three weeks ago like you you say all this and that's why i'm not saying it's going to happen i'm not putting my name on this so don't cold takes me on this but i think there's a world where russell wilson's career is not done now that nathaniel hackett's gone i I mean he looks toast i agree but yeah i think russ could come back i mean i he got hurt in what was it like week three or something like that yeah played through it there's a chance that a part of this i mean their offensive line stinks for one thing they won't even help him up off the ground poor guy that if they just rebuild the offensive line a little bit, it's not like they have a ton of money and they have no picks. So that's going to be pretty difficult. But he just comes back next year and like he's 100%. Like I don't think he's going to be Russell Wilson from 2014. But all of a sudden, no. it reminds he Derek now, Carr. At, what do you mean, Derek Carr? Like he could be Derek Carr next year. Oh, I think like, he'd be better than Derek Carr. It just kind of reminds me okay. of like it reminds me of the Chris Paul situation where Chris Paul was done, finished. And they're like, could you find a team to take his bad contract? And then all of a sudden, he's just on the Suns. And he, he goes back, to, he goes to the Thunder. He's awesome. Goes to the Suns. And then he's awesome for like another three years. <laughs> but he yeah. was done and like then, seven years ago. <laughs> and then he's throwing elbows in people's faces while they're not looking. There you go. Man, that, he's a dirty player. Don't walk into elbows. I mean, that's on the other guy. <laughs> you see an elbow there and walk into it. How, uh, to go back to this whole tier... How worried are you after this is two out of three weeks with a great game sandwiched in there? But how worried are you for Stevenson? I am, obviously, but I also look at the splits. Like, he played 90% of the snaps. Oh, I'm thinking of, like, Damian Harris finally comes back. He's been on the precipice of returning for the past two weeks. There is a chance Damian Harris died six weeks ago, and they just didn't tell us about it. They're like, oh, no, he's limited. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they don't want us to... okay sure why not uh, uh the Ma- Dave, but if that, uh, seriously if damian harris did come back uh, again to like whatever but that that two out of three games were just kind of gross and i it's part of it it's, it's not his own fault more to do with the offense and mac jones but if damian harris comes back and you know like they love to just use him inside the 10 I think we'd have to knock him out of that tier, basically. And this is way early because we do this on Tuesday, as you always mentioned. Hey, guess what, Pat? Your ranks will change. My ranks will change. But 
I would say that if Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson would fall out of this tier for me. So are you with me on the Brian Robinson thing? And because someone asked me, I felt bad because obviously it was the wrong decision. They were like, why do you have Brian Robinson ranked so highly against San Francisco versus some of these other guys? And I think one of them was Dante Foreman. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Um, but my, <laughs> my process on it, and I explained it. I was like, look. Regardless of what happens in this game, you're going to see 15-plus touches from Robinson. It could be more, but I think that's going to be his floor. And he's probably going to get all the goal line work over Antonio Gibbs. And it just it turned—I think he had like 20 carries in like the first half or something crazy like that. Like he got the work. It's just the yeah. matchup overcame it, and they ended up throwing for all their touchdowns. But, I mean— that's the worst matchup that you can have this matchup this week for him against Cleveland. <laughs> Much better matchup. Uh, about the best you can get, you can find here. Yeah, they, they, look, this is football sometimes too. Like, add Dante Foreman, super low. Like the, we talked about in the rankings, the Chuba Hubbard was leading, and this team has not made any sense with their usage every single week, but it seemed like at least Hubbard's role and touches were set, and then Foreman might get some, Mike, you mixed it, and then they just went ham. But also the top of it is like, the Detroit Lions ended up being like the toughest run defense of the past two months. And all of a sudden, just everyone, even Blackshear was a top 25 running back. It was stupid last week. Every so, time some... I put my eye, gandered over to that game, it was like, oh, rush for 17 yards. Like they would hit the interior and they were just gone out the other side of the pile. It didn't matter who it was. <laughs> I know. And so, yeah, I'm saying that to, you know, back up with you and the fact like sometimes, you know, the process of what we go through, and this is why we spell it all out. Well, the thought process behind the rankings is like sometimes it just, you can't football's gonna football man so you know we do know that we do know the cleveland browns run defense is you can't get much better than that everybody runs on them even what two weeks ago we played a bad matchup it was like hey you know i really want to use it anymore but hey get cleveland and it worked so brian robinson i'm with you on that and i think antonio gibson is in play as a flex again because of, mostly because they're facing cleveland yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good call. I didn't think about that. The other big, like, split, and I went over this on the show that I released on Mayo Media Network yesterday, was the split between Algier and Cordero Patterson, which I thought was really interesting. Because Caleb Huntley is out for the year. I figured, like, Avery Williams would just start randomly getting touches, but it wasn't. It was Algier played, like, double the amount of snaps as Cordero, and, like, no one else saw the field. So I, I think we have to, yeah. like, really not lean on Algier, but I think he's a very competent flex play here. No, I, I do too. I like this is so I had Algier as one of the sleeper, like the hey, late round will get overlooked by all the other rookies this year and everything like that. And I think this is part of what we're looking for here is the ability of Algiers kind of between tackles will take on a few too many hits kind of I thought would be a 60 40 split with Cordell Patterson letting to be the pass catcher, the complimentary piece to all that work there. So I like Algier. I'm an Algier fan. So, uh, you know, part of it is maybe I'm trying to come from a side where I saw the promise and potential and stash in a lot of places. Uh, Arizona's defense isn't weak as Cleveland is against a run, but it's a spot where they're going to lead. And Desmond Ritter seems to, have, you know, like loves Drake's London, but it seems to like just make this offense have like that second level. Like it can actually do more things. So I think Algier would be tough to sit. Like we're now we're talking about your RB2s. I, I think if you're here with Algier, I don't know who you're really sitting in for. I think he's in the conversation with the David Montgomery's of the world at this point. Okay, well, that's interesting. So the second level, I kind of, and this is the order that I have it, and you can fight back on this order if you'd like. Chubb, Kamara, Pollard, Akers, Robinson, ETN. Now, you know what? I like ETN more than I like Robinson. I'm going to change that. Akers, ETN, Robinson, Ramondre, Ken Walker, Jarek, Fournette, Zeke. And then this next level right now, I have 
Devin Singletary, who's been really good. Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Pacheco, Latavius, David Montgomery, Zach Moss, who made me look kind of foolish. I I thought that, you know what's really frustrating? Betting the over-under receiving yards for Deion Jackson at 11.5 and and him ending up with three catches for nine yards. And it doesn't really tell the whole story when you see the negative nine-yard catch that's in there. Nice to start. (laughs) Yep, to start that as well. I, like, before you even had the second and third catch, I tweeted that out too. Is you know, I said in my ranks column last week, you know, I had them very close, and I had Deion Jackson slightly in front of Zach Moss. Huge whiff on that one because it's like, like, look, if they were going to be behind, which they were, it wasn't an enormous amount because that game was a slog fest. But if they were behind, it's like, hey, pass catching to Deion Jackson. We know, like, even Zach Moss, even being the lead, we know Zach Moss from previous teams, well, team singular the bills is that it's not the greatest pass catcher Deion jackson has shown that before there seemed to be an unsubstantiated rumor that he got in a shouting match or whatever it was there was talk during the game they referenced the fact that he fumbled last week well now the week before week 15 and maybe that was part of it but whatever it was he was third he was behind wilkins i don't think anybody on the earth any beat writer out there was saying that was coming so I'm not saying that to say, oh, we, you know, give us a pass for Deion. We missed on Deion Jackson. But Zach Moss now in play against the Giants run defense. Yeah. And I looked, yeah, that's like, I think he's in play in this, this, this tier of the other names. The only one I think that kind of moves out of the tier, I feel better than you do with that group, is J.K. Dobbins. I, I think J.K. Dobbins is in the tier above this. I mean, what are we going to do? I know, you know, he's not getting 25 carries, but. Uh, is is he just going to average eight yards per carry for the rest of the season at this point? The Ravens are the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Watch, and this is how they're going to do it. They're going to average <laughs> between Gus. I mean, they're. I, I, I want to look into their futures because I think they're kind of like a sleeping giant here. That I think they know. Like, and now that they've clinched, there's no reason to bring back Lamar until he's actually 100. Yeah. percent That I think they're going to rope a dope everyone into thinking, man, this offense is terrible. All they can do is run. And then Lamar is going to come back. And they're like, oh, my God, what's happening? And then everyone's going to average like <laughs> 10 yards per rush. But they get – it's like to watch them is so, like, so endlessly frustrating. It feels like they get inside the red zone every drive and come away with no points every time somehow. <laughs> now you know how it feels to be like a Giants fan for most of the year. Hey, the, Gi- um, the Giants were fun yeah. this week. They had that nice little comeback. They're going to be this a, week. They're going to be a frisky playoff team. They're going to be one and done, but they'll be frisky. Well, they might play. They'll they they could they could beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Mm, they're not going to beat San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they could beat the Vikings. I mean, they I think almost they just did beat, beat the Tampa Vikings. Bay. Well, they're not going to get Tampa yeah, Bay. Dallas is getting Tampa Bay or Carolina or whoever it is. That's pretty much like locked in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dallas, unless All Dallas right. catches the Eagles, but then the Eagles would follow the five and then they would play the NFC South. Oh, God. Uh, whoever is, if the Eagles fall to the wild card and then they get Jalen Hurst back. Somebody's going to get waxed in the first round. If it's yeah. Tam- yeah. So if it's Tampa Bay. Holy crap. So I'm, I'm Go good ahead. with where I have Dobbins. Um, Singletary, like Najee has been good, but his, so, so I forget who tweeted it. So I'm kind of misremembering it, but it was like, if you love drafting Frank Gore for the past 10 years, you're going to love Najee Harris for the next 20. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good comparison. <laughs> Uh, that is actually pretty good. Although I don't know, I still have a slim, slim bit of hope that this list Frank goes away this off season. It's, it doesn't go away while you're playing on it. It can't. So we have Harris, terrible matchup. J.K. Dobbins isn't in a great matchup against Pittsburgh, and then you have Miles Sanders, who just you know keeps putting the ball on the ground. I'm not 
super confident in him. And the Saints do actually have a pretty good run defense, as we saw as they were able to limit Cleveland in yeah. a game where— you know, They got their pieces back. Yeah, they get, basically everyone besides Lattimore is there, which is good for your run defense. So they have, like, the three bad matchups. Latavius Murray also has a bad matchup, mainly because of script. But if they're going to do anything in that game, it's going to be with him on the ground early on. That's a big chance to take. So you have, like, sing, like would you play Devin Singletary over those guys? Would you play Isaiah Pacheco over those guys? David Montgomery? <sighs> Any one of them? Uh, I would play David Montgomery, even I guess in, in Detroit. I mean, Detroit, like maybe it was scheming, and then hey, hell, maybe Carolina saw what nobody else did for a few weeks, and that's how you get through the Detroit front is that you just go straight between your tackles, but you have to have good guards to do so. The Chicago offensive line is not that great, but Justin Fields opens things up. I would play Montgomery slightly above them. Uh, God, this is just, you just mentioned all the things. It's just with Singletary, the problem with Singletary is the same problem I have with Miles Sanders is the same problem I have with some of these others where like, it could be any given week. Like, sure, but it's not going to, but, but it needs to be this week. This is the, this is the final. I'm not leaving. No, the that's good, what I'm saying. I, I'm not leaving the good Devin Singletary game on the bench Monday night. Again, what you have to think is going to be a high scoring game. Oh, of course. You have to think about it. I just, I'm just pointing out all the ways this is going to go sideways. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's like if you point out all the ways it can go sideways, it's almost like making a, a positive and negative list when you're trying to figure something out in life. So, you know, that's that's what it comes down to. So Pacheco versus Singletary, I could see that one, even against Denver, like just because they can kind of – like Pacheco's the floor. Like I'll say that of all the people you just mentioned in that group, if you don't want to get – a two point on your box score, Pacheco's the one. Because yeah. even if you up need down in between, if you absolutely you need, need Harris. if you absolutely need seven points, Isaiah Pacheco is the man for you. <laughs> well, he'll get you like nine or ten and a half in full point PPR. Maybe. He's Najee Harris. If you if you need Najee Harris, play Isaiah Pacheco. There you go, and he might fall into the end zone. So yeah, I'm with you for the upside of Devin Singletary. I just oh god. Could you imagine? I just, I feel like it's coming. I feel like everybody's going to be seen there on Monday night. I just need eight points from Devin Singletary. And then it's James Cook the entire game. Well, there, there are two situations that I don't know what to do with. Like, where do I rank the Green Bay guys? Well, I think you have to wait for that. If well, we're, it is, we're making rankings right now. I got to put them somewhere. Do I, I know. Put, I'm do saying. I, do I put Dylan ahead? No, I would say as of today, let's just assume that everything's they're good to go, because that's what happened a few weeks ago. We did the same thing with AJ Dillon at that time, and then he was fine and he played. So where I would does, say, where does Aaron Jones? Aaron think? Jones would. Oh, he's it's Minnesota. I mean, you saw how Saquon Barkley made that like game, and I don't think they have any big problems going against Minnesota. I think Aaron Aaron Jones would be like the Brian Brian Robinson tier conversation. All right, would you play Ramondre or Aaron Jones? Ramondre, Ken Walker or Aaron Jones? Hmm. The Jets you can run on. Aaron, you you can, and I don't. Well, Mike White's back, so the offense might put up some points for a change. I, I think I would go Ken Walker for the surety of the touches. Okay, Jarek McKinnon or Aaron Jones. Wow, I know. <laughs> I think I'd go Aaron Jones barely, but if you wanted to play McKinnon. I can't fault you. I mean, I'll, honestly, I'll put Aaron Jones in there. Where do, where, if it wasn't Denver, if it was any other defense, I'd just be like, just play Jarek McKinnon. He's been way too good. Yeah, but you. But I mean, we just saw the Rams post fifty on these dudes. I think they may have given up. <laughs> uh, that's certainly possible. I mean, they definitely looked like they. Maybe they were just trying to get Hackett out of there. Yeah, could work. It did work. So where do you put AJ <laughs> Dillon then? Is he a part of that like Pacheco Singletary tier? Or is he like a tier down with like? Antonio Gibson, Algier, Bam Knight. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he's in there somewhere. Yeah. That's your yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I know you're going to say DeAndre Swift, but hear me out because he's no good. This is a great matchup. For, <laughs> I didn't say him last week. <laughs> this is a great matchup for someone in the Lions' backfield. I think it's I think it's Jamal Williams. Oh no, it's going to be Justin Jackson. <laughs> Screw you, Dan Campbell. Um, like, Williams no, basically. Didn't, I mean, it, Jamal Williams basically did not see the field last week. It was the moment they got down in that game. And. That's the thing is if you think it's in contention, you have to go Detroit and you have to go with Jamal Williams. And the fact is that when they got to the goal line, as they have in the entire year, he still gets all those. That's why I joked about Justin Jackson got that one carry two weeks ago when we were laughing about it saying, oh, look, there's a two on the number. Oh, crap. It starts with a four, not a three. <laughs> and Justin Jackson had that touch. So uh, I Jamal, they just don't go away from him when they're at, at all in contention. And it's at home. We got good Jared Goff outdoors last week, which is a shock, but we know we're getting good. Well, we should get good Jared Goff indoors at home against Chicago's defense. So the play here, if we're if we're doing what we know, we're doing how this should play out. Jamal Williams should be the play. Okay, would you play Pacheco or Jamal Williams? Oh, I still play Pacheco just yeah. because there's, there's no Would, way I trust La, that back. La, Latavius Murray or Jamal Williams? <laughs> I think I think it's Jamal Williams. I think it's Jamal Williams. I think it is. It's pretty close though. Would you play Jamal Williams or Zach Moss? I'd play Zach Moss. Would you? I hate it. Yeah. Really? It's like if you're gonna get seventy percent of the touch, eighty percent almost. Like it's just, and it's against the Giants' run defense. The Giants' run defense, the Giants' defense is struggling in a period this year. Even if they get back a Dory Jackson, but that's for the secondary. And who cares? Nick Foles isn't going to light up this set. Whoever's flipping quarterback for the Colts isn't going to light up that secondary. So I think Zach Moss is walking into a Zach Moss is basically Isaiah Pacheco, and okay. I, I'm saying like a much worse team, but the production should be about the same. So at least I know I can rely on that. That it should be Zach Moss. Okay, next tier of guys. Like the, I think this is where the real decision comes in. <clears throat> Bam Knight, Antonio Gibson, AJ Dillon, Tyler Algier, Rashad White, James Cook, Gus Edwards. You can throw Chuba Hubbard and Donta Foreman into this tier as we try to sort them out. Is there anyone else you would nominate <laughs> to be a part of this? Like you could have DeAndre Swift or Cordero I'd or throw... Michael Carter, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, any one of those. Guys. I was just, I was going to throw both. I was going to throw both Dolphins into that group. I think oh. they're both playable down this far. Okay. Royce Man. Freeman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Against Jacksonville, though, watch him put up like. 14 for 70. I can see, uh, I can see, see. it. Trying so, to see if there's anybody really. Like, out, out I mean, of, James Cook, but you, would, you, you wouldn't want James Cook to have a, a big You wouldn't want this to be like 35 to 10. And now I don't know if the Bengals are going to fall that apart against Buffalo. I, I think James Cook, like, I, he's a part of that, like, second tier of would you want to play James Cook or Gus Edwards? I think I'd rather play the upside yeah. of James Cook. The one in this entire group, to go back to the conversation we had a few minutes ago, the one I feel best about is Tyler Algier. Okay, I'll bump him up. Would you rather play Zano Van Knight or Tyler Algier? Because I think Knight's going to... Algier. I, I think Knight's a pretty good look with Mike White back against Seattle. He is, and but he went from not being usable to startable, but I would still play Algier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Zano, and I think now he deserves to be back in this conversation. Okay, so Algier, Knight, who's next? A.J. Dillon or Antonio Gibson? Or Foreman? Mm. 
or Gibson. Gibson? Really? You like Gibson more than yeah. you? So Gibson, Dylan, Rashad, White, James Cook. Which of the pan- although, which of the although pan- can I put a note on Gibson? Can I put not if Carson Wentz? It's gonna be Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh god. Forget it. No. Gibson falls further down. <laughs> All right. Put it this way. In my rankings, you can find them in the description a little bit after the show posts. Um, I'll bump up Gibson if uh, Heineke is back in. Like, what, do you want Mostert or Jeff Wilson? Mm, I got to go Jeff Wilson, honestly. I think that was first game back in the action. It looked like they cut. Mostert start, started, but it looked like as the game went on, like if you just sat there and kind of like watched it, it felt like Wilson was the lead, if that makes sense. And against New England, I think that you're looking for more of that. The what Wilson brings versus Mostert uh, explosive plays, although I think he gets his touches. But I think it's very close. I think it'd be like a 60-40 Wilson split. Do you think it's funny that like we don't even mention Kareem Hunt anymore? <laughs> I mean, we haven't in a long time, honestly. That's just, yeah, it's, but it's partly because Deshaun Watson is just, is he ever going to shake off the rust? Eh, probably ever. Yeah, probably take till next season. Do you do you prefer Chuba or Dante Foreman? <laughs> uh, I don't care. Flip a coin. We're going to be wrong. <laughs> We've like every time we think we figured out the Carolina Panthers' backfield, it flips. And hey, look, kudos. Fine. They're they're screwing everybody up because it's working every single week, and somebody else goes off every single week. It feels like Foreman's the volatile one. Foreman feels like the one that get you what just happened last week or is the one that gets just outscripted because of what they plan to do and gets you three points. So it basically be, if I was telling people out there for their lineups, which I will be, if you want to play them, Chuba would be the one to play. If you just want to make sure you get an RB three, if you want to potentially get top 15 or know that you might get somebody that you're looking at your box score. Wow. I only got two. That'd be down to form Would you play either of them over someone like Jeff Wilson? Mm, not unless I needed the home run. Okay. A, would you play either of them over AJ Dillon? That I could do. Rashad. Only because that situation's kind of iffy. You know, I'm going to put them right behind James Cook, like back to back. I'll put Hubbard above Foreman. So it would go Algier, Bam Knight, Jeff Wilson, AJ Dillon, Rashad White, James Cook, Chuba, Foreman, Gus Edwards, Antonio Gibson, Raheem Mostert, DeAndre Swift. Mm, that works for me. All right. I watch Swift be a top five running back. I'll keep watching. You tell me when you wake me up when it happens. All right. Okay. It was week 13. Oh yeah. What was it? What was he eight that week? That was very good for him. What a week. Week one and 13, one and 13. That's what he has this year. Oh, I can't wait till week 23. We're going to be looking good. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you know that property crimes like burglaries and package thieves spike over the wintertime? That's why now is the best time to secure your home with award-winning home security. Simply Safe is the home security system I recommend to everyone. Make it your resolution to start the new year with greater peace of mind and safety for you and your family. I love it because it gives me real time point of view on what's going on on each of my cameras i want to see out my front door to make sure that everything is still there it's easy just log in boom easy to go from my smartphone app crystal clear hd viewing as well if i need those feeds plus if there's ever a problem i can contact the 24 7 monitoring agent or the customer support staff simply safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by u.s news and world report and that was for a third year in a row. So, Simply Safe is where you want to be, and professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day, half the price of traditional home security systems. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/mayo. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com/mayo. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, let's talk receivers. This one's a little bit... Do we think Lockett's going to be back? Uh, it sounds... I would lean more doubtful than... Po- like, the guy didn't even get out there last week, so... As what? in, like, practice, like, oh, he might play... Like, they were pretty much like, he, he's not making it back this week. My poor guy, Marquise Goodwin, he, he dove for that ball and, like, broke his wrist. <laughs> it was not good. I know. And a lot of people were out there like, what the hell happened to Marquise Goodwin? I was like, I mean, that talk about dying on the field. There you go. And then he came back. And then, like, they threw it to him. And he couldn't catch it because his wrist hurt too much. I know. <laughs> They're in shambles. <laughs> it's like one of those skateboarders. And just like. <laughs> so I think you know who you're starting at wide receiver. I don't think it really matters the order. Like, I'm giving Zay Jones a pass. He got sauce gardenered last week. Uh, turns out they're oh, not. We talked about that. Yeah. We, we did. Yeah. And. I mean, Zay, Kirk, I'm just looking at the big list here. Mike Evans, if you've somehow made it to the finals with Mike Evans, can you play him? I mean, you think it's been what he's been for weeks, though. And like, I drew this comparison. I, I don't know if I said it to you or if it was my podcast, uh, but I said three or four weeks, two or three weeks ago. Yeah, because it was week, 
what was this week seven? It was week fourteen, so three weeks ago. Said he's essentially Gabe Davis, so he is playable. But that's that's who he has been ever since Chris Godwin started being Chris Godwin and one hundred percent healthy and getting ten plus targets every single week. He's turned into Gabe Davis. So if you want to, hey, look, Gabe Davis last week, we were like worried that like all the weather and stuff like that. And so big game this and this week. Three points probably for Gabe Davis against Cincinnati in a shootout. Watch Buffalo score 40 and Gabe does Gabe, nothing. But that's where Mike Evans is now. He's a boomer bust wide receiver three slash four. So here's the list. And I want to kind of fly through these so we can get to every position. Jefferson, Diggs, Hill, yeah. Amon Ra, Devontae Adams. Hopefully he doesn't have two catches again. Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf. Although I'm going to bump him down the rankings. I do think that... That's where Sauce Gardner ends up setting his sights this week is on old DK Metcalf. You can't bench him, but maybe he's not the strongest. Well, here, here's one thing. You might you might want to keep him where he's at. Sauce is 84% left. He's he's primary left. He doesn't follow. So the Seahawks could, as you mentioned, because you, you brought this up with the whole Zay Jones, Mike, Marvin Jones thing is maybe Marvin Jones got sacrificed to him. It didn't happen because, you know, Zay Jones is 33, 33, about across the board. They could just play DK Metcalf on the right most of the game and force. It's one of those things where some corners aren't comfortable. And so I don't know that you get true, uh, just a speculation, but if they Sauce Gardner does follow him to the right, I don't know if he's as effective as real Sauce Gardner is. Not that we have a lot of tape to base that on, but we do know the Jets just play Gardner on the left. So I don't think I, I would move DK down too far. Okay, fair enough. I mean, he's still going to be like 12 or something like that. So yeah. yeah, you're still playing. Chase, Lamb, Godwin, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, Waddle, Garrett Wilson, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, D.K. Metcalf, Zay Jones, Amari Cooper, Mm -hmm. Keenan Allen, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, D.J. Moore, Jerry Judy, Brandon Ayuk, Devonta Smith, Jacoby Myers, Juju, Gabe Davis, and Chris Olave. If he is back, I would most definitely play it. I'm going to throw Drake London into that mix as well, just with the overall volume that he's seeing. He'll be at the lowest end of this. Am I missing anyone from like the, you like Michael Pittman's not a part of that. Christian Watson isn't a part of that. Mike Evans isn't a part of that. Like, I don't think that they're necessarily must starts. Mm, I was, I was actually looking, I think uh, for me, Christian Watson would be just, especially against Minnesota. He's the one like Alan Zard had a, a little bit of a bounce back and Dobbs didn't do as much, but I feel like Watson's kind of like locked in. Like it didn't, happen for a great game but there's no way put it this way if it's on my team there's no way on earth i'm benching watson i would play watson before gabe davis there's no way i'm benching him at home against minnesota really watson would be an all my uh, yeah watson would 100 be an all my line I, I i would rather play gabe davis this week in a potential shootout game uh okay so we're who gonna, is the other one because uh, oh, re- repeat those drake uh, so the last one were like juju gabe davis olave and drake london Okay, so Juju, yeah, that's a tough matchup. So I could see having that conversation. Patrick Mahomes doesn't need him. He can just spread it around. So, yeah, I, I think those are good. Okay, but yeah, the one out of that group, the one out of that group, I would pull. I would pull out Watson. I would pull out Watson to the p- previous names. Okay, I'll put Watson into that group. Is there anyone like? Do you want to make a case for if <laughs> Wentz is playing? Like, is Curtis Samuel now one of those guys? Like back to what he was earlier in the year. No, the one thing is, is it's the same thing I said about Jahan Dawson for weeks on end on waivers is that once he got back to 100%, I know he had all that connection with Carson Wentz, but that connection with Carson Wentz is the same connection that Heineke eventually developed with him. It's when they get to big plays needed slash in the red zone, 
It's John Dotson. And forget the size. Throw the size out of your mind. Doesn't matter that he's small. When it comes to scoring opportunities, Wentz and Heineke. Wentz was before Wentz went down. John Dawson was the only one with an end zone target, and he led the team in red zone targets with Carson Wentz. So, no, if it's Carson Wentz or Heineke, it's Jahan Dotson. I would play Jahan Dotson before Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is – he's Gabe Davis. He's, you know, 18 or he just doesn't even get used. Dotson. No, oh, there he is. He's right by Slayton. Hey, where do you have Brandon Cooks? Um, I, I didn't have him in at the moment. <laughs> Like and not a part of like I, mean, I guess Jacksonville. I think you have to play him. Do, do you? He's been horrible. Yeah, look at last week. No, last week was good. What's good? I mean, a wide receiver three finish. I feel like that's like the overall upside here at this point, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like that's also his flaw. like I just think he's going. No matter what, he's going to finish his wide receiver three. That's that's the only reason I threw his name out. All right, I'll I'll chuck him in. Do we? Nico Collins is never coming back, right? No, he's actually he's out for the year. But they had but they haven't put him on IR yet. Mm, I thought they officially announced it though last week is that he was out for the year. No, yeah, maybe he is. Maybe I maybe I missed that. I just, I thought the whole thing was like, if he's actually out for the year, why yeah. haven't you put him on placed on reserve? injured reserve? Okay, so he is he's on, on injured reserve. reserve. So he is gone for the year. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, good for him. So making me misremember my facts. Did you say Brandon Ayuk earlier, by the way, yes. your whole list of names? I, I did. Okay. I was, okay. So this next like little tier is like Evans, Pittman, Isaiah Hodgins. Like, do we just fire him up full go? So the, basically Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James are basically about the same guy. Uh, <laughs> the difference is that Isaiah Hodgins has been a little bit more effective with the touchdowns because Daniel Jones, someone to bring up the Jahan Dotson thing. It's like when looking for potential touchdowns, once they start getting inside like the 30, even before they get to the red zone, Hodgins becomes, I don't know if that's what teams are starting to lock down on Slayton or whatever it might be, or but what the game planning is, is yeah, Hodgins kind of pops up. Like if I was ranking them, it go Hodgins over James, but it'd be very close. It'd almost be like the Jeff Wilson or he Mostert situation. Would you have Slayton above either of them? Mm, no. Okay. It's because Slay- Slayton's turned into Matt Forte, the wide receiver. Hey, do your work, but if you don't do it in between the twenties, you're done. Like, like he just gets eliminated from the discussion once they get close to the scoring. All right, so let's try this. We're gonna go after Drake London, Evans, Pittman, Thielen, Dotson, Deontay Johnson, DJ Chark, Hodgins, Cooks, Samuel, Richie Jeans, Donovan Peoples Jones, Pickens, Slayton, Hollywood Brown. Tower Boyd, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers. I had Myers as part of the tier above. Okay. And you had Deontay Johnson as the tier before the tier above, right? No, I have him like buried in this tier. He sucks. <laughs> he's he's volume. He's Jacoby Myers. I said that how many weeks ago? He's Jacoby Myers now, so he should just be with Jacoby Myers. Yeah, but Jacoby Myers actually does things like throw the ball to the other team at the last play of the game, then come back and have a great game for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah, there's not really many other names. I'm just looking through. Like, I know it's against Philly, and I'm not really super excited about it but if there's no alave again oh shahid shahid basically yeah he basically comes into like a desperation play there are people who watch your show and like who are in deeper leagues that might <clears throat> need shahid might the, the need, need the shahid need the shahid so the yeah need for need, need the need for shahid <laughs> I'll, I'll throw shahid in there i'll throw demarcus robinson 
Like it'd be, I, I would find it impossible to trust Hardman if he came back this week. Mm, yeah, I think you're gonna get a lot of Tony questions though. Well, I will because I know you'd answer your questions. Where, where, where would you put Tony? Is he a part? Would you rather play Shahid or Tony? Shahid. The, right. Tony still barely was like getting involved. He just happened to get that touchdown, which is like makes everybody excited because it's oh look at what Tony could do. But it's kind of like it's the Jamison Williams thing. Like that's great, but you're really gonna bank on what fifteen snaps and like three touches, like two would, touches. Like, would you rather play Demarcus Robinson, Hunter Renfro, or Kadarius Tony? Uh, <laughs> that I might risk Tony. All right, so that's the spot. Only because I would feel better if Lamar Jackson was that quarterback for Demarcus Robinson, but not Tyler Huntley now. And then it's like Gallup. I, I mean, I would listen. I was way wrong about Traylon Burks. I actually think he's good, but I don't see how you can start any of the Titans receivers. Well, it's because Malik Willis is a quarterback. You that's, can't, that's what I'm not, saying. Not with yeah, Malik, yeah. Uh, she it's, Smith. Got it's essentially hurt. so like yeah. Ter- Terrace Marshall is like back in play a little bit. Nah, it's Sam Darnold has Sam Darnold only knows about one wide receiver. How many times do we have to see this now? Sam Darnold, one wide receiver. The rest of the team will just forget they exist. Pringle, maybe. Yeah, and then Dante Pettis and like whatever it might be. Somebody's oh, yeah. gonna get a t- somebody's gonna get a touchdown. Just Chris Moore, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Like these are these are the names we're into here. Quez yeah, Watkins. This is some des- desperation plays down here. All right, I think we talked through the guys that you need to have here. Let's let's skim through uh, the rest of the positions. First Pickens. Pickens was already. I already said him. Oh. He, he was already in there. It says so many names. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like we're, right. we're, down to, we're down in the 50s now. Like, your decision hopefully has been made. Again, you can just cross-reference the actual rankings to go along with it. So tight end, Kelsey, Ingram, Kittle, Fryermuth, Hawkinson, Andrews, Waller, Goddard. Waller. Not, not necessarily, I said Waller. Uh, not in that order, but are those like the eight? Like the must-play eight? Yeah, because Njoku's fallen out of that conversation. He also gets Washington's defense has been great against tight ends this year. Um, everybody else is pretty much up. And, are we? Be, I'm, I'm about to say this. I'm just. I, I'm. I'm sighing in my own mind, as you can tell. Is Higby back with Baker Mayfield? Like, I, I mean, I, I this, he he was next on the list. Like, I had him behind Waller. Like, would you play him over Waller or Andrews? Like, Andrews hasn't done shit in weeks. That's well, so I wouldn't play him over Waller, but it gets San Francisco still, but I'd still play Waller. But, uh, you know, yeah, that's where I was going to say, like, in my mind, as soon as you said Andrews, that's why I said Waller, because I didn't know you weren't putting him in order. So when you said Waller, I was saying I would do that over, I would play him over Andrews. But then when you said Andrews, I immediately started looking at the tight ends and I'm like, you know, I think if we just took the name off the jersey, <laughs> Higby, uh, I think you can make a case for Dawson Knox. You can make a case for over Schultz. A- over Andrews? You can. What is Andrews I, done? No, no, no. I, I get that you can make that case. I'm just saying, would you actually do that? I. You know what? I think if you I'm wouldn't. being honest. You like, you like, play. No. If it came down I, I, between Dawson Knox and Mark Andrews, you'd play Mark Andrews. I would, but that's what my point is. I've had Mark Andrews around 8, 9, 10 the past two weeks. I yeah. think that's the cutoff point. Like, I don't think you can push him much further down than that because we just know that Andrews can put up two touchdowns in 90 yards, even with Hunt. He did it how many times with Huntley last year? And that was part of the reason I got excited for him in DFS that very first game. 
but it hasn't happened, but you still know that's sitting out there waiting. It's basically uh, bring up Gabe Davis's name again. Like if you get down to this, you're going to be like, oh, look, I can go guarantee myself seven points from the tight end position. Whoop the effing do It's tight end. Go play Gabe Davis. Go play Mark Andrews. Go play Taysom Hill. Well, that was the name I wanted to bring up. I mean, obviously, it, we did get an indication last week that there was going to be a lot more Taysom Hill in that game. That seemed to be like elements decided. Do you think that happens again against Philly that we see that much Taysom? I just think the risk or the risk, the potential for Taysom Hill any given week at what they're doing right now is out there. So I had Taysom Hill over Andrews. I'd have Taysom Hill over Andrews this week, too. Would you have Taysom Hill over Waller? <sighs> I could see it. I don't think I would just because, you know, they, they just might not have the plan for him this weekend. Again, you talk about five rushes for 35 yards. That's Which still only 3.5 points. That's still better than most tight ends unless your last name is Zilstra. Right. Oh, God. I guess, yeah. Uh, so, Do we no, think, I would go Waller. I, I, it looks like both Patriots tight ends are probably out this week. We'll see. I mean, John, John who has the concussion. No, just in case, like, that's who you were considering streaming at this point. Uh, Hayden Hurst might be back, but you're probably not going to know until later in the week because that's the Monday night game. Like, after yeah. that, so here's how I kind of have it shaking out. And I'll put Hurst in right now. So, Kelsey, Ingram, Kittle, Hawkinson, Goddard, the five. Fryermuth, Waller, Taysom, Mark Andrews, Higby. Knox, Komet, Schultz, Jawan Johnson, Dulcich, and Joku, Hayden Hurst. Does that sound about right? Mm, from yeah just kind of sounds about yeah my missing you said higby right yeah i said higby i had higby one spot behind andrews yeah i think that's about it because the next kind of group of names like like like, i have daniel bellinger but like yeah logan Logan thomas Thomas, like those guys uzma noah fant although fant might be the uzma well i mean noah fant might be the last man standing in seattle might just be him and dk metcalf at receiver (laughs) (laughs) That, that is true yeah, like yeah. You're, you're not playing. And you K- said Everett too, right? Uh, I did not say Everett. Like even who, with Parham back, he's, he hasn't gone away. No, like would you play? I mean, I I would, I would risk. Dulcich. I would rather play Dulcich than uh, Gerald. Everett. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, but I, I was going to kind of put him in that conversation, but I think a lot of those names I would play over Gerald Everett. Yeah, so I'll put him in between Hayden Hurst and Logan Thomas at like 15. There you go. All right. Quarterbacks, uh, you should probably have a plan for quarterbacks, I would guess, at this point <laughs> of the season. But if you don't, um, who would be the best quarterback you could pick up if you just really hated your situation? Is it still – I mean, Daniel <laughs> – I told you about Daniel Jones last week. Run him back I again. <laughs> I, I just – look, I know. I Look, I had him at 9 or 10. Like, this Daniel Jones – like, I, I can not like the player, but also like the fancy player, and you can like the fancy player and not like the real player. Like, or wait, that's the same thing. So forget what I just said. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones, for my streaming quarterback rankings, I'll give you this is all 60% or under, but Daniel Jones is technically just above it because there's a lot of people that he just might be sitting on dead rosters. So I have Jones, Purdy, White, Heineke, if he's the starter, and then Russell Wilson. Like, Russell Wilson's behind all those. Mr. Unlimited. Is his name, <laughs> sir? Yeah, I, might, I those, those might were, be now. Th- those were the two that I looked at, Purdy and White. Yeah, and like, it, what's Aaron Rodgers' ownership? Mm, 
still like 70s. He's, he hasn't even gotten close to this. The funny thing is, though, see, this is why I think it comes down to inactive teams. And that's why I said Daniel Jones might be lingering on teams that have already checked out. Because when I did my streaming quarterbacks last week, and we were talking about benching Trevor Lawrence and talking about benching guys that just don't touch that game and other games like that, people are like, would you start Aaron Rodgers or would you start Trevor Lawrence? I'm like, you have that choice. He's at 82% still on Yahoo. So I think that's a lot of dead teams, possibly. Because if you had Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers as your only quarterback, you probably didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I think there's a big four, honestly, this week. It's Allen, Mahomes, Fields, and Burrow, those four. And then after that, everyone's kind of – we know the separation at – like if you had between like Goff and Brady, I'd play Goff. Mm, I think, yeah. At home? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Goff is the Brady's best. Of, good. Like, Goff is, like, in that Herbert Cousins, Gino. I mean, Gino was ass last week, so maybe you don't even consider him there. But, yeah, it is a revenge <laughs> game. Yeah, like, Herbert Cousins. I mean, Herbert's been bad, too. Like, Herbert's Cousins, Goff, Daniel Jones. You mentioned Purdy and White. I think they're both, like, pretty decent plays. Better than Nick Foles, tell you that much. Uh, Brady's a part of that tier, obviously. We're not getting Lamar, right? And Dak, obviously, as well in that mix on the... I don't think so. I don't think so. So, yeah, Dak and Aaron Rodgers, I think, would be like the, Hell, the bottom end of that. Be prepared to throw this out there. If you didn't make the... If you didn't already make your backup contingency plan for Trevor Lawrence, because we talked about it at the beginning, like, it's such a, like, slim chance. Like, I don't think they're really going to treat 17 as a buy, the Titans or the Jaguars, because, again, something you and I talked about off air. But just on the off chance that they're like, oh, Trevor Lawrence is a little banged up. Maybe we just make sure he's healthy because we'll just win and we're in in week 18. Just if you didn't have a backup plan for the weather, make sure you have a backup plan now. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, playing him in your fantasy championship? Nope. Okay. And Tyler, Tyler Huntley probably playing again. That's great news. So, yeah, I, I think that's sort of the cutoff here. Like, um, so you have the big four, then it's like Herbert, Cousins, Goff, Minshew, Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Purdy, Dak, Rogers, Mike White, Tom Brady. I think that's like the next tier. And pray to God you have one of those guys you can play, unless there's a case you want to make for someone else. Nope. Desmond Ritter. Also, because I got. I got one minute, so you're up against the clock. Give me your favorite streaming defense of the week, and then I'll run through before I let you go. Or I'll let you go, and I'll run uh, for, for For mine, it was Jacksonville against Houston. In the Chargers, you said, right? Mm, the Chargers ended up getting boosted over, I think. Uh, or no, wait. I, I have Jacksonville, Washington, Chargers as my top three. Uh, Chiefs D still might be out there. Yeah, Jags D, Chiefs D, Jets D against Seattle, I think, is pretty nice if they're still out there. Chargers D. And I don't especially hate the Giants D against Indianapolis. They were my fifth streaming defense, so I'm with you on that one. All right. Those are the defenses that, I mean, you know the good, like 49ers against Vegas, good defensive play this week. Dallas against Tennessee, good defensive play. You're looking for someone, those are the ones you want to target to go pick up off the waiver wire. Jake, it's been fun. You're number eight, sir. Going on a decade soon. (laughs) I know. It's been a long time. It's been a hell of a lot of fun. We're going to have to do some off-season shows like we always do, so we're not For going sure. anywhere. I, I, feel, I feel like we owe the people. We were right. We were wrong. Big, biggest hits and biggest misses. Maybe we'll record that sometime in the next few weeks. That sounds good. I know people are going to love to hate on us for that one. Is Cam Akers a win now? <laughs> no. 
I will not victory lap cam makers. Fair enough. <laughs> at all in kid for Jake Seeley, <laughs> theathletic.com, his waivers, his injuries, and his rankings all going to be out over the next few days. So please go check those out. All of mine are going to be available down in the description. Once they are published, they are not published yet because I just made them on the show. This is how I, this is how I do it every single week. If people are ever wondering when I think about like this guy or this guy, this guy or this guy. Anyway, dknation.com is where you can find all of that and play in the one and done for golf smash likes out of the channel. And I will see you next time. Experience! Experience!